You have to be very uh, specific. You know, you try to optimize that because you know what's going to kick your ass and what isn't. All huddled around this thing, and they're all so excited about it. Shows are back. They just did a show in Florida somewhere, Florida, I don't know, Expo or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, this last, just just, just now, this last weekend. And Can Jam New York City is happening this weekend, tomorrow. In fact, I guess if you're, when you're watching this video. Mm-hmm. And uh, on that note, by the way, we should talk about Can Jam. We, we, as a team, are not going to be at the Can Jam. But our goodies will be there. We'll have our headphones there. Um, we're considered a partner with Woo Audio's room, so our stuff's in with Woo Audio's room, and he'll, they'll, Mike and Jack there will be taking care of our goods, which they know with them very well. You know, so you want to stop there, and I think we'll, there'll probably be some other, some other, our headphones may be in other places there. Um, Justin from Headamp has our headphones, so the Headamp booth will have them. Um, uh, who knows? You'll know it when you see them, right? Mm. Probably. Our headphones yeah. will be around. But the Woo Audio Rooms are what's considered a part of our display, and uh, those guys have it down. So sorry we're not going to see everyone this year, but uh, we will catch you. I think there's a show coming up in Chicago, a Can Jam in Chicago, which I didn't even think about. I just noticed it the other day. Are we doing that? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but we should. But anyway, we're going to shoot for that. So we're going to try so that way you can finally see everybody. I think it's in May or something like that. Anyway. Uh, talking, speaking about shows, um, let's talk about shows since we're doing, everyone's doing shows. What do we hear at shows? Like what the hell impresses us at a show when we do it? You know, and you think about our methodology at a show, we're basically working. So we might get a half hour to walk around and hit a floor of rooms or something like that. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I guess that's the biggest thing is you have to be very uh, specific at what you'll, you're like, okay, I want to see this and this. That's all I got time for. Yeah. You really got a target. So you can't just like peruse. Yeah. Usually you're working before the show and you're almost guaranteed to be working for hours after the show. So there is no time. Typically it's very little time other than middle of the day. Maybe if you have someone else that could manage the table while you're away or the room. But um, it is a fair question. What do we see at a show and we go, wow, that really did it for me. That's impressive. That's interesting. Because, of course, we have a different perspective than the average consumer. And I guess you could say we've seen it all, right? Yeah. I mean, we've done, especially like me, I've been doing shows for 30 years. So it's like, it's a show. You know, it's another show. (laughs) I'll tell both ways. Yeah. So it's kind of a bit of that. There's no doubt. Because generally when things come out that are new that everybody's all hyped about, uh, I've seen enough of them that I know it's probably going to be less exciting than people are saying. But still, there are times where I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to try it. And I guess it's a difficult thing to define. Um, well, yeah, when you, am I yeah, excited? Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't know it till you see it. That's right. <laughs> and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a headphone no, or could be a anything, speaker. Yeah. It could be anything. You know, like, oh, that's cool. You know, I mean. Sometimes I, people have cool booths. Yeah. They have nice little demos yeah. and stuff like the that. Setup. It's true. It's like true. It's a yeah. nice setup. Or the way they decorated the room. Right. You walk in and go, 
a nice job in here. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the draperies all it really the way does around. does it for you. Nice lighting. Yeah. Because yeah, you know the effort that goes into that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah first of all, you got to ship all that stuff there usually <laughs> or rent it. And then you got to set it up and make it look good. That's the hardest part, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and you're doing all that wire, hooking all the gear up getting that ready to go and making sure it works before the next day when the show starts. When you just got off a plane, you're like, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, depending on how far you, yeah. away you had to fly. Munich's like that. Munich's rough because you, oh yeah. Yeah, you go you land, it's the morning. You were up all night, basically. You got yeah. two, three hours flying to Germany from the U.S. And I'm sure Asia's just as bad coming from Asia and Munich. It's about the same. But some people come from Asia to the U.S. for shows, and I'm like, man, how do you even survive that? <laughs> it's yeah. like a 24-hour ordeal, you know, with airport time and stuff like that. Yeah. Usually, they come from anywhere in Asia to the states, and it's like because you got connect, there's no direct flights. You know, you're going through like who knows twice, maybe two connectings, yeah. flights at least. And uh, those people, I I feel sorry for them. I mean, but they they manage. I mean, they. I don't know how well they manage, but mm-hmm. they, they kind of look like they're awake the next day. <laughs> well, Sometimes. You know? I remember, yeah, it was uh, 2017 uh, LA Can Jam I went. And, yeah, Michael from uh, 11 Audio was there. Oh. And, yeah, so he had that problem. And from yeah, Taiwan he was, he was Yeah, he was Taiwan. just struggling to stay awake. He yeah. was like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like a freaking zombie. Yeah. It's like you probably need to get some sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah it takes like a, a, like a good 24-hour period a day or so to – that well, that's not only that his internal clock is completely backwards. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, but, but so yeah, that's impressive in the show to see people that can handle that. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he was pretty it. used to it because I mean, he did it a lot. Yeah, and he was you could still tell. Yeah, he definitely was. I hit guess by it just it. depends on like you know when your flight out, when you leave, what time of day, you know, what flight you can get. You know, you try to optimize that because you know what's going to kick your ass and what isn't. Somewhat unrelated, mm-hmm. but I did find it quite interesting. On the handful of occasions that I spent time with a larger group of people after the show, and we're talking like well after the show, um, it's surprising how often these people are very different people at the show than they are after the show. Yeah. Which I always thought was strange because I'm not any different. Yeah, we pretty much are the same no matter what. But it turns out some people, they're actually like salesy, I guess. Oh. And after the show, they're not. I always thought that was a little they, curious. They like lose the French accent when they go. The French accent. Well, I don't know about that. No. <laughs> Whatever. The German accent could be any accent, you know. It's not quite what I was going for, I but sure. You. Yeah. 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 I but agree. in terms of like products and stuff like that, usually what I look for in a product is something that's unique or novel, interesting, and this is more from like a technical perspective. So. I'm looking more at how it's manufactured, the manufacturability, the design, and things like that, the materials used. And um, it's very uncommon to see something that's actually done differently. Usually, things are pretty much done the same. And maybe it looks a little different, it's styled different, but it's the same methodology, the same production method, same fabrication. And you could see how this product was derived from a prior product. So it really isn't so much a radical new concept as a, a minor evolution. Um, yeah, there's a lot of black boxes in the world, and to a lot of people, to us, they kind of all look the same. You know, they yeah. have different connectors, and maybe they have different remotes, but it's a black box. <laughs> I always look at the hows and the whys. Yeah. You know, why is this thing made like that? How is it made like that? Yeah, and that's why true. Like I mean, that? when you see someone that has, particularly if they have really nice industrial design with some of the gear, 
you know? Like, you know, the, the, I think it's Metaxas makes these really cool reel to reels. You mm. see these things? They're like 80 grand or something. Yeah. Completely made from scratch, machined out of aluminum, different colors, and wild looking reel, uh, reel to reels, you know? So it's like an art piece and an audio yeah, piece. Yeah, I mean, really cool looking. You know, you can't help but appreciate something like that, you know, because it takes the typical black box to a whole different level. You know, when you see uh, the art side of it added. To yeah, it. I guess it's mainly the stuff you normally don't see, like those giant horn systems and stuff. That's like, yeah. wow, look at that. How did they even fit this in this room? Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Anything that's extreme, right. I guess, yeah. is interesting. Because, Much just molding the horns. Yeah, well. I guess it's just kind of interesting to see that this product exists and maybe there's actually a market for it. Because um, that's not really as obvious as people would think. Somebody making like an $80,000 speaker or whatever it isn't just like a walk in the park. It's a big ordeal. So to see somebody actually marketing it and to see the interest in it, to see what other people are, are thinking about the product, talking about it and stuff, I find that a little interesting just to see whether or not there is a demand for something that crazy. Yeah, on my side, like when I walk in a room, I'm usually, I'm, usually it's an audio show, so you're listening. First thing you do is hear what's playing. And um, to, for me to walk in a room and like have something wow me, whatever is playing at the time, is extremely rare. You know, it would be like if and it, if it did it would catch my attention, I'd probably be there for at least a few minutes. Where normally I'll pop my head in, you <laughs> right. know, and go, "Oh, this ain't this ain't nothing I want to hear," and I'll walk out. You know, it's it's that quick of an assessment because I've done this so many times. You know, it's unfair because you may maybe they were playing a customer request at the time of blah blah blah. But that's true. You know, mm -hmm. so I always give them a second chance, third chance. It's not like I'm judging anything, but I'm like, yeah, ain't what I want to sit down and listen to. We got limited time. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got. I got. I'm trying to find that gem to see what's going on. And usually, when you do, you'll know. I know the guys anyway. I know the company. I know the sales guy. I know somebody there because I've been doing it for so long. So, you know, usually it's kind of the same companies tend to be the ones that have the best sound. Right? It's usually usually yeah. they just know how to do it all around. Well, set up. The truth is, usually you don't stumble on good sound. It's very uncommon. Yeah. Usually, you have to know what you're doing. And especially at a trade show, to get good sound with speakers, it's not easy. So usually you see the same people doing it over and over. Yeah. And I guess that is something that I find a little funny because at a bigger show where time is especially limited, like uh, Munich, uh, there's a lot of rooms. So for me to actually go around and see them all takes a long time. Yeah, and they're spread out. And yeah, so you got to be very, very selective if you actually are exhibiting at that show. Um you got to be selective over where you spend your time. So most of the time I spend literally five to 15 seconds at most in a room. And a lot of rooms you could just walk by and you could get a, a general impression within one or two seconds oftentimes. If you see enough rooms, usually it's yeah. it's pretty straightforward. You get good at it. You yeah. Know. Well, I mean, it comes back to uh, experience again. It's like, well, I've heard their stuff and I liked it before. So this new thing. They probably didn't make it worse, right? So yeah, maybe I want to hear what they're doing. Yeah, it's very rare to make something worse yeah. if, you're, if you're an established brand yeah. company. But really, I guess the most surprising thing to me is how oftentimes things are not exceptional and people like them. Um, there's products that I see nothing unique in and people, for whatever reason, like it. Uh, I always thought that was curious. You yeah. see people all huddled around this thing and they're all so excited about it. And a lot of times you can figure out a reason and it's the aesthetics or the price, not the performance. It's usually price. But high price actually I know. makes people think it's good. Yeah, sometimes. people, you walk into a room and you know, and you know that there's a sign somewhere, these speakers are a quarter million dollars. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
usually you get a lot of oohs and ahs just because the speakers are a quarter million dollars. And they, they think because of that price point that, that you know, that's, that's, that's nice. And it, it, I mean, it is. It is. I mean, the guys that made those speakers selling them for a quarter million dollars think it's nice. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're selling it. If they make them, somebody must be buying them. You would imagine. So there are people that think that's nice. And I guess that's the thing. I mean, that's, it's kind of like cars. It's like everything, you know, when you think about it, we've talked about this before where, yeah. you know, there's, there's not just one car that makes everybody happy. Not possible. <laughs> it's very difficult. You know, yeah. yeah. And that goes for a lot of shit, you know, shirts, clothing, food, you name it. Right. It's the same with audio. You know, people have different tastes. You know, they really do. And they come from different backgrounds, different experiences. So I get that, you know. If you, I suppose, like, if you worked in a horn factory your whole life mm. and all you heard was car horns going off all day, mm. I think you'd want a system, if you even had a system when you got home. That didn't sound like a car horn. Like a car, exactly. Mm, you'd be yeah. avoiding that, 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 that resonant, like, the plague. Right. You know, just don't even get near me with a horn sound. So you mm. could see where people can come from, you know. Where, you think just testing horns all day in horn factories? Yes. Yeah. It would definitely, it would definitely buy you. Every horn <laughs> off the line, 100% QC in, like, <laughs> Just the open, you know, have like a little yeah. box to put it in. Thirty yeah. second duration. Yeah. Well, you, or maybe you're like in a Tesla plant, and every car that last QC is someone hits the button on to see if the horn works, yep. and you just happen to be on the line right there. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, get, someone's got to test there, right? They got to blow the I horn. suppose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the only way to know. What it. a job. Yeah. What a job that is. Yeah. So anyway, I, well, I don't know. What, well, like, what about you with shows? Like you, uh, yeah, what do you look at? You go, wow, yeah, that's you, impressive Yeah, or what something. do you think you're looking for? I don't think you mentioned it. Uh, nothing in particular, usually. Mm. Mm. It's just like, yeah, clear. I'd, I'd have to be like, well, the only thing I'd really be interested in is like something I'd be interested in actually buying, you know? Uh -huh. It's like, I'd like to hear it for the, at least a brief demo to see if it's like something I might be interested right. in. Right. But that's pretty unusual too, though. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, we don't change up stuff in our systems yeah. too often. I, that I is a pretty big thing, though. Well, yeah. what will we actually buy? That's like a different thing. Mm. Well, the only thing we're thinking of, like, particularly in the headphone thing, is we're always looking for new amp, new gear that would mesh up well with our headphones. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the headphones really space, nice yeah, gear. Just trying nice. stuff that you think might work, yeah. and they're just confirming it works well. Yeah. So on that note, I mean, it's kind of that's tough too because we're extremely particular with. The gear that we really like with our stuff, yeah. You but know? you do got to go try it. That's yeah. what it comes down. So you, to. every once in a while, you're grabbing. You got two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, right I need one a, of these. There's headphones. a break in action. You take one of your our headphones. You go over to someone else's booth and you plug in. Okay, <laughs> see how it sounds. You know. Yeah. Because we're looking for, for perspective things to recommend that we like that we've actually tried. And um, I mean, if it, and if we actually like it, we usually get it in house. We'll get it for a long term session, so we really understand it. Yeah. How interface. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't tell on a show. Yeah. No. It's like, can you send me one of those? Sure. You know, we'll play with it. And, but so it goes very much beyond just the sound of the thing. You got to get the touchy feelies in there too. It mm -hmm. has to look appropriate. It has to be the right dimensions. It has to be easy enough to use. Have a, like a volume control that works and, you know, switches that are obvious and things like that. Yeah. It's hard to recommend things when they're difficult to use. And reliability is important to us, too, right. because we've been through things that aren't. And it's just, you know, you don't want to recommend that to somebody when... You know they're going to have a problem Yeah, 50% of the time it doesn't yeah. work out the box or something. That's just a bad scene. So we're usually looking at manufacturers that are established, too, you know. Unfortunately, yeah, that's a reality. Some of this stuff is just not stellar. 
reliability. Nobody makes a perfect device out the gate. It's very rare. Um, you know, it's very rare. I mean, especially we're talking complicated things like electronics. You know, I mean, unless you have a background in it. I mean, yeah. there's craziest things like the foam inserts and the packaging and how it handles UPS abuses and, or not any, yeah, any shipping abuses, issue. you yeah. know. Especially it, now, everybody's just so much stuff. They're just throwing packages around. Yeah, and you just, you know, you don't you don't really know. Like, you don't, you know, until you do it, really, what, what you know, I've seen bigger capacitors just yeah. rip That's off. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, the traces yeah. off of boards. You know, people yeah. go, Jesus, you know, you wouldn't, wouldn't think that that would happen, but the right. sheer mass of a part pulls itself apart when someone drops the box. And yeah. then on top you know? of that, you need to consider if that happens and the customer gets it and they don't notice there's a part rattling in it, um, yeah. what happens when they plug their headphone in? Does it mm. blow the headphone up? Yeah, How the, what's the failure modes? How does modes? it handle it? Yeah, and that's the other thing too is what are the failure modes? Does this thing... Does this thing handle plugging things in and out at full volume like some people do? Yeah, some people you know, they, do that. Some, you, we, we, I think we did a video on etiquette, didn't we? I don't know if we did. Yeah, we, it was a while ago. We should probably yeah, reinvestigate that one. But there's certain uh, things that you follow, that rules you follow. And it's the same with a show. You know, there's rules. And, and most people know it. But you, every time, every once in a while, you'll see people that don't. You know, mm-hmm. Some guys you'll see when they swap a headphone at our booth. They'll turn the volume down. Yeah, they know. Most people. You know, yeah. And some people, they just don't care. They're yeah, just yeah. plugging things out. It's like, well, that's not a good thing because how do you know? You know, you could blow a headphone up. You could. Uh, there's things you got to know. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's always nice to see, though. It is nice to see the majority of people. I mean, they're, they're, they're considerate at shows. And that's something to mention, too, since people are doing shows now. Be considerate. The guys working there. Be considerate. Other people, you know. I mean, and most people are. But most you know, people are very considerate. Yeah, it's, it, the, the guys in headphones are great. You know, they really are. But uh, be considerate. You know, just understand that everyone's everyone's got to have their five minutes. Mm. Everyone. But other than that, people enjoy the shows. Enjoy getting back to, to reality and normality, and uh, yeah, and uh, and have fun with it. If you got any questions when you hear our stuff at these shows, mm. email us. Or watch our videos because we talk about all kinds of crazy shit. Mm. <laughs> Thumbs us up, please. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>